Okay, well, welcome all to the show. I'm your host, Sully. Here with me tonight is the head of Extreme Force Stunts, Ultimate Stunt Training Place, based here in Austin, Texas, is Mark Anthony Baca. How are you, sir? Doing great. Uh, so uh, tell me a little bit uh, about this organization. I kept seeing it get uh, some events get promoted on Facebook, and it just seems very intriguing and insightful. Well, oh, I'm, I graduated high school from Austin, Texas at Travis High back in 92. Okay. And I got my first role right out of high school on Kickboxer 4. And been doing film on and off for 30 years, been in between teaching martial arts, fighting. And, you know, I just wanted to come back to Austin eventually. And during, <laughs> the, pan during the pandemic, I felt it was a good time. I got tired of the politics and the bureaucracy with the film. Um, I, I just wanted to work. I didn't care about anybody's politics or their views. I just wanted to work. <laughs> so I came back to Austin and I uh, got 10 acres and I teach, promote, I do uh, stunt classes for various different uh, types of stunts from like Westerns, wire work, pyrotechnics, fight choreography, weapon, driving, just pretty much a, a wide span of 30 years of knowledge and training and learning uh, from my mentors. And I have a school now where I teach and promote people who want to learn safely and correctly. Wait. And we also do our own films. We work on other people's films, SAG and, 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 and um, indie films. So we stay pretty busy. Lovely. Um, have you ever noticed some resistance from not everyone being comfortable with the amount of diverse ones? Like they only want to do you know, downstairs falls versus horse riding versus oh yeah, play. yeah. Most people, I tell them to find where they're comfortable at first. Like where, wherever they're comfortable at, make that really good. Get really good at that one thing, and then start to venture out into other parts of stunts that are more complicated. That way, you can broaden your your wingspan and and offer more to production. Lovely. Uh, what were some of your uh, icons growing up from the Vic Armstrongs and John Waynes of the world, just seeing people do all kinds of practical uh, fighting mixed in with an actual gritty story? Yeah, the practical part of it is kind of like fading out with the CGI and all this stuff. But, you know, you still at least have a squib at the gore later, but still have like uh, blood pack underneath you, you know, to right. most of it look realistic. <laughs> yeah, make it look legit. Like, like, yeah, exactly. And you can't beat real, realness versus. I mean, you can add to it in CGI, but or have the CGI gore, but still have an actual smoke coming out of the gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> half and half, you know. I, right, I see right. Antoine Fuqua, and even more recently, the great Walter Hill do that with some of their more recent action movies. And it's just interesting because. Sometimes it's bothersome, and other times you're like, hey, it's good, but still, there's one annoying edit I would change, you know? Um, oh, who, who were some of your icons growing up? Just A lot of people. Um, uh, the Clint Eastwoods. Yeah, I didn't have, like, I was, I've never been really starstruck. And I've never oh. been that guy. But, you know, I've always looked up to people who uh, weren't weren't just, like, um, it's gonna sound corny, but you know, weren't just like a the Hollywood. There was more to them besides that, like Sylvester Stallone. Oh, okay. you know, I looked up, I looked up to him because 
you know, his journey. He was trying to start, he was acting, but he was trying to write his first film, which is Rocky. And actually, one of his, wasn't his first film he wrote, but it was his first film he wrote and was successful with. And no one gave him a chance. And yeah. back in the back in the 90s, 80s and 90s, when you got into stunts, you could just get into stunts. You couldn't find a school because very rarely they taught anybody because they want to keep the secrets honed in to just their people. Right. And it's kind of like that mentality of Bruce Lee back in the day where, oh, we only teach Asians. We don't teach white, uh, white eyes. You know what I mean? Aren't white. you glad his legacy is being honored with new shows like Warrior, finally? Right, right. So, um, and there's been all kinds of other explosive action movies that kind of shape the genre, everything from Matrix, Born Identity, Lethal Weapon, Die Hard, Rambo. But which one stuck out to you as I want to make that kind of movie one of these days, get on a film set like that? Um, like uh, the Rocky movies, Bruce Lee, um, you know, like old school uh mentality commando with schwarzenegger oh okay sweet stuff like that got me because you know it has staging moves the story forward and yet if you get all these money shots where you're like that's awesome thought went into that that real stunts that real stunts it clearly was storyboarded the Mm -hmm. dozen guys falling off the rooftop simultaneously with with the machine gun right Right. (laughs) yeah um well, what is your favorite kind of battle environment that you see in some fighting scenarios? Like, do you prefer like Wild West shootouts, war movies? Um, or... I haven't done a lot of Western movies, honestly, but I'm I'm getting a lot. Like, I got I'm tied to two westerns right now, and I wrote a western, so I I've done westerns, but I haven't done a lot of them. And I think westerns are coming back, so I'm kind of like pushing westerns now with my stunt classes because there's opportunities for my people and myself to work on several films this this year and next year oh lovely but uh, uh wire the wire works cool because it's got that superhero mentality of marvel and it's and it's okay but honestly mine is more like i like the like like swat uh military type stuff you know yeah explosions getting shot getting thrown through a wall you know stuff like that wonderful how did you get to to be on so many blockbuster movies like Kickboxer Four and Divergent? Um, I got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, it's like Kickboxer Four. I went to Albuquerque right out of high school, and I auditioned for for a role. Um, my speech was really bad back then, and I got really nervous, a stage fright, and they but they liked me though, and oh so they were like, "Hey, why don't you be one of the fighters in the show?" But you're not gonna have no dialogue. I'm like cool i can do that and then chuck norris when i worked with him um he didn't tell me this but one of the uh, uh stunt coordinators was like hey can you fall down the stairs and not get hurt i'm like yeah easy you know what and movie was that, that uh walker took the stranger oh I, I didn't see that on your resume <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm trying to get the credit on there i'm like there's i have like 30 or 40 credits that aren't on my IMDb page, oh, and I, I I can't figure out how to get them to put me on there. Like even some of the ones that say um um I can't remember. I find like, with persistence, if you just keep resubmitting it or rewording it, eventually it gets put on there. But it is annoying. Yeah, there's there's some of them that I called. I'm like, hey, I, I was on this film. I was a stunt coordinator. Can you put credited? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we'll take care of it. <laughs> a, a year later, I'm like, 
it's not credited. Can you credit it? I, I need, need it on it. there. Yeah. <laughs> so IMDb page is kind of turned into like a, like Facebook, you know, it's like mm-hmm. people, people share for likes and Hey, follow my page. I'll follow yours. Me. I don't even get into that. I'm too busy, but I do like to get some of my credits on there, but my resume is a lot bigger than my, than my IMDb page because I put everything on my resume. I put my commercials, I put my music videos, I put down every feature I've worked on. So I have like about 60, 65 credits, but you know, IMBD page is kind of finical. It's like, if, if I can, even the past three years, I have at least 10 films that I'm not attached to that I worked on. That's <laughs> yeah, annoying. Yeah, Most of the best in resolving that, you might just keep complaining to IMDb Pro and just say, hey, I'm a member here. I expect better. Otherwise, why am I paying all this money? So how did you get to be a six-degree uh, black belt? Um, actually, I'm, you know, I started when I was in fourth grade. And oh, I, I trained, you know, I'm a six-degree black belt in Taekwondo and in karate. Um, in karate, I'm a black belt under Jason David Frank, which is the former Green and White Power Ranger, the one I committed suicide last year um rest in peace yeah he's one of my best friends um i know him for a long time uh you know we get really tight for a while and then we we both get busy and then we reconnect and get tight again so it was mentioned in your bio how you were trying to avoid bullying and martial arts was that key thing yeah definitely It, it, it 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 uh taught me to have confidence in myself and then you know, you pick and choose your battles in life, and some battles aren't worth fighting for, and some are. You just got to pick and choose. And were your you parents know. very supportive? Oh yeah, yeah, very supportive. Um, you know, they didn't like me fighting because they were always worried about me. But of course, every parent does that. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And you know, I'm not saying that I'm against. You know. Sometimes, you know, you you stick up yourself. Sometimes you have to defend yourself or you have to defend, you know, other people, you know, and sometimes violence, you know, causes peace, you know, but I don't think that in today's age that we can just like turn cheek like every single time. Sometimes we got to stand up for others or ourselves when it's warranted. Yeah, you got to let it out and you got to just remind everybody, hey. I'm always going to be here. Right. Um, so you mentioned some very key things and everything. and uh, But what, what mainly gets you up in the morning? It makes you go, I'm going to kick some ass today, guys. Oh, my daughter. Yeah, she's seven. Oh. And yeah, I was a single dad for a long time. Um, now i got an amazing girlfriend. She helps me out. But it's like... Who knows, man? She, she means the work world to me. I'll do anything for her. And I get up early and take her to school. And I... I do everything I do so I can make sure I'm successful to take care of her, but I want to help her build her future as well. So, you know, she's, she's the main person like now, but before I was just chasing my own dreams, but my dreams changed, you know, now it's like, I want to leave her more than just a uh, uh, monetary or, or some land or whatever. I want her to leave her some, some skill set that maybe she can walk through the next journey by herself when i'm gone absolutely yeah uh speak very highly of working with dukes of hazard star uh john snyder on a recent uh drama um he's been very local around here especially in oklahoma and texas and arizona doing a lot of faith and dramas and action westerns uh 
But why do you think he just really just puts a crew at ease and makes everyone say, I trust you. I want to do this project with you. Well, John contacted me. I was surprised. He's like, he wanted oh, me to play his, yeah, he wanted me to play his nemesis. I'm like, where do you see you? Oh, I've been friends for a while. I've done some stuff for oh, John. Nice. Stuff. I've done lots of stuff work with John. Goodness. And But I've never acted with John. And he's like, hey, I want you to be my, uh, my nemesis in the movie. And I thought it was going to be a small role. And then when I went out there, I didn't realize I had all these lines. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm going backwards. I'm going to have to yeah. practice with some people. It. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. We'd like to and do more acting. Wanna... Oh, yeah, I don't want to let them down. Yeah, I just, I've just i been doing a lot of acting lately the past five years. Um, I got a new movie just came out. It's on Netflix. Not Netflix. It's on uh, several platforms, but uh, Amazon. It's called uh, Six Wheels from Hell. And I played the lead yeah. in that one. So that one just came out. And I got two more movies coming out this year. Uh, I, I wish nothing but, but the best. Uh, I was fortunate enough to... You, you got this other uh, old school action movie tribute, uh, Free Dead Alive, which co-stars Patricia Velasquez from The Mummy and Robert Lasardo mm -hmm. from Leon the Professional and CSI Miami. And I was fortunate enough to meet Lasardo years ago at a convention just sweetest man alive yeah and he's old school too you can tell you some mistakes and you yes. know he, I, I worked with him three times on three different films and um i was a stunt coordinator on free dead or alive and i played a, a guard a prison guard so yeah double cool. double duty you know stunts allow yeah. you to play multiple roles in one project yeah it's just a vasquez in the movie she kills me so oh nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah she badass. <laughs> she's pretty cool. Yeah, she's 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 tough. I mean, she's you know she's not like a fighter, but she's tough though. She's a tough woman. She she had a her lines are strong. Her acting was strong. It's on so TV that, now that, for those who want to see Free Dead or Alive. Yeah, so she was she was pretty she's pretty awesome to work with and watch her work. You know, watch her do her thing. She was pretty cool. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, and well. Why do you think it's getting easier to assemble a lot of these men on a mission kind of movies with the popularity of stuff like Equalizer, John Wick, and Expendables? Yeah, and, you know what? And we, we go through these stages, kind of like boy bands, right? And it's like, <laughs> kind of movies kind of do the same thing. So they'll go through like these stages to where, you know, you get your born identity films and they're doing good and then they stop for a while. Then you get your yeah. John Wick and Equalizer and they're going to stop again. And then someone else is gonna come. Someone else is gonna come out down the road and do you know like Liam Nilsson, you know? Yep. It's like we we'll go through stages with actors, and the storylines might be similar, but you know these stunt coordinators got to put some cool fighting skills together and, and take the stunts to a new level because if not, then it's just the you know same thing over again. <laughs> you know. Uh, different I hope, actor. man. Yeah, because <laughs> I saw Danny Trejo and Lorenzo Lamas have done. Uh, revenge movie in recent years and it looked awful just from the trailer like just mm. not believable and you're like come on man Where'd that's funny because uh, Lorenzo Lamas and Danny Trejo uh, one of the producers for my TV show I got my own TV show we're filming in the spring it's called Last Stuntman Standing we're gonna yeah, give your new uh, reality show where you recruit yeah. stunt talent yeah, stunt I, talent. I like that yeah, and we're going to have celebrity judges on board, and Lorenzo, Lorenzo Lamas 
and Danny Trejo could be on this TV show. I I hope it's a wonderful experience getting them on board. But um, uh, well, what uh, what was the inspiration behind that? And I, I know Stallone produced one with Terry Crews, which was celebs competing to be action stars. It barely lasted five episodes. There was the next action star on TBS back in like the two thousands. But why do you think this is an interesting concept that hasn't really been explored all that much? Um, we're trying to take it a little bit more deeper. You know, we want people to have like a, a connection with some of the either the people on the show as contestants or the people like myself. We want to have them. We want people to get a connection with them, not just you know weed them out through the show and have a first, second winner and or whatever. We want people <laughs> to like like get a connection, fall in love. Like not fall in love like to a stockish, but like say, oh man, I want this person to do really well. Like I can see that their backstory is like this, and the average Joe is gonna have a dream come true to be an action star, to be in three movies, and get paid for it. So, you know, I I think what the way we're doing it's a little bit different because we're gonna have celebrities as judges, and lovely, and, and some of the celebrities that that can do stunts like John Schneider is gonna <laughs> help us like teach them. So they're going to get some first-hand knowledge from celebrities who people look up to and to motivate them, encourage them to to win. Lovely. Man. Uh, where, where do you teach Extreme Force stunts in Austin? Um, actually, it's outside of Austin. It's called Mc, McDade, Texas. McDade, it's yeah. A, okay. Like 30, like 25 minutes outside of Austin, Texas. Uh, why, why did you pick that location? Um, actually, I was in Dripping Springs, but then when everybody started moving to Texas, so Austin, you know, I got pushed out. <laughs> Everything went through the roof. It got super expensive, and I found that spot and got a good deal on it. So here I am. Nice. Yeah. And uh, uh, but well, was there something just particular about the location other than just being more affordable that just really stood out to you? Well, Bastrop County is growing. There's movie studios coming out there in Bastrop County. And I want to take part of, uh, be close enough to the studios where I can network with them. Um, most studios won't have a stunt crew and they won't have my experience or my equipment. So I'm hoping that I'm taking a gamble that they're gonna use my services. And we're filming our own, our own content anyways. And I, with 10 acres and we're fixing, the, we're about to get hundred acres so we can build an official Western town so we can do Western movies on our own property and rent it out for other productions. Lovely. Yeah, all in Bastrop County. What's been some of the best advice you've gotten outside of Schneider and some of these other guys? Um, some of the best advice, um, I'm not responsible for other people's egos. In this business, people can get jealous. Sometimes they're going to put you down, they're going to dog you, talk trash about you, and he's like, you know, they tell me um, a friend of mine named Jeff Wolf. He's a really definitely he's love a, that so, guy. Yeah, yeah, it's not a lot. So he, yeah, Jeff Wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's, he's done a lot of stunts. He, yes, lots of stunts. He told me I'm not responsible for other people's egos. And when he told me that, I was like, cool. You know, what? I won't listen to all the the you know those guys that are hating on me because I'm doing good. <laughs> Yeah, you know. he worked on a lot of stuff, including Revolution, Buffy, Avengers. Yep. And then my mentor, uh, two of my mentors, one of them, uh, Pete Port- uh, Porteous out of um, L- 
uh, Lancaster, right by LA. Um, he's been doing stunts for uh, 50 years, 60 years. He's been doing it for a long time. And he's super, I mean, since he was a kid, he's been doing stunts. He's connected with so many people. Man. And he's, he's been a really important person in my life. And then Grady, Grady Bishop from Dallas, Texas, he passed away a year and a half ago. Recipes. He he was an awesome person too. He's like, you know what? Don't let nobody stop you. You keep going. Just because you're not in LA doesn't mean you can't make it in in the other states. And so I moved back to Texas and I started doing it. It is interesting how you kind of gotta pull the pull the curtain down and remind everybody, hey, you're you're not alone in the struggle. Right. And this business can be good and bad. I mean, yeah, there's a good side and bad ties to everything. And when you're in this business, you start to see who your real friends are or your, your real supporters are. Um, and, you know, my thing, as long as you're an honest person, you've got integrity, um, you're doing things safely, then then we're good. You know, I, I look at some people that I really don't care for. Um, mm-hmm. I don't talk about I don't, I don't talk about them because they're not important to me. Right. And but I, I, I if they do something, I'm like, I hope they do it safe because one black eye from a bad stunt coordinator can make all of us look bad. Exactly. So, if it risks the safety, then this doesn't need to be a conversation. We are already having this conversation. We're saying we're not going to do it this way. This doesn't right. work. Exactly. So I'm really big on, on uh, living by example. So I teach my students, people who train with me. I'm like, look, you know what? This is the way we do things. We hold our our, our classes and the way we do things at a higher level. So and uh uh, are you really just loving your students energy and enthusiasm so far they're really committed to like 60 65 year olds you know taking my classes nice and I, i love i love the energy i love the kids the families the parents i mean everybody that's involved they just I mean, there's a few people that I don't really talk to associate with because I'm not into the ego people or the ones that have the egos are so big. I just the ones can't. who are here just but for the space. People are like, <laughs> exactly. Like, I want the ones that are into the team, like the family, because it takes a team. And if you think you're better than everybody else, then I can't teach you because, you know, it's just not who I am. But if you're willing to learn and be part of the team, then we can we can talk. Uh, that's lovely. And... Uh, it is interesting how, like you say, I mean, I, I have a brother who used to help train a lot of recruits for the Texas Rangers and same kind of deal. You would see people who really had their head in the game and others who were just so full of it. And you're just like, oh, okay, free money. you know? Right. Right. I, I, I'll, I'll wait for you to actually come to me and, and be interested. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, uh, like, it's, like when I, it's kind of like when I tell martial arts, it's like, you know, I, I teach martial arts too. It's the same concept I teach for my classes. It's like I don't teach for the money. I teach for the uh, experiences and and the camaraderie and the connections. Because I don't teach people how to do what I learn. Then I got to hire people from LA. I want to keep everybody local. So when I do work in the film, I want to know people have my back and they're learning correctly the way I do things. And I was taught. So when I leave them to do a project, I trust them. You know. Totally. Make it happen. Yeah. I mean, it does now. I mean, I've been, I've been, I've had guys with me for the past three or four years, and 
I, I, I put them on sets and they'll, they'll handle it for me. I don't have to worry about it. Wasn't that great? It was like, no need for a secretary. Yeah. I got my own dude looking out for me. Yeah. yeah, I got several, yes. And I just put them, you know, I'll manage them, I guess you could say. <laughs> right? <laughs> Official manager, yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, and when you see someone that committed and seeing their passion come alive, do you just really feel it? Just all that positive energy in the room? It makes oh, you yeah, day, doesn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, I got this, this one kid. His name is Daniel, and he's got—I mean, he's got the black belt ad- etiquette. And he comes to class, and he listens, and he doesn't talk, and he shows respect, and he does the stunts, and he's amazing at it. And he picks up things so fast, and it's like, yeah, I like people like that. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. And uh. What kind of martial arts do you mainly recommend everyone just take up as like a starter? Well, I used to like, if you asked me that question years ago, I would say, you know, this or that. But honestly, a punch is a punch and a kick's a kick. If you if they take martial arts and there's a combative sports, kickboxing, boxing, karate, taekwondo, if any of those, I think they'll be fine in because they're learning, they're learning uh, technique, proper technique, and when you're doing film, sometimes it's not supposed to be proper because you're supposed to be a street fighter or something. But at the same yeah. time, you learn how to fall, you learn how to roll, you learn how to move your legs, you learn how to, you learn, you, you learn how to balance, you learn all these key things that you need to learn to do stunts. So if they learn those in martial arts class, everything else will be cake. Lovely. Yeah. And you remember that advice. You remember just standing out in a scene, and you know, dialogue or not, do you ever kind of remind everybody, hey, be doing something in the scene, don't just be standing there? When you go on set and everybody signs it, and I tell everybody, when you go on set, it's your it's your interview. Yeah. So every move every movie we go on, it's your interview. So basically don't get comfortable to where you yeah. mess up. Don't because even, yeah. So basically, when what happens when you go to an interview? You give your best, you dress your best, you look clean, you're respectful. When we go on a movie set, I remind them, this is your interview. Even if you've been with me for five years, it's your interview. Yeah. Because everybody, everybody that does their first movie with me is out there busting their butt. They're not sitting around picking their noses, trying to get pictures with the movie stars. They're not talking to the girls or the guys. They're working. <laughs> and, then, and I'm like, that's what I want. But what happens is, after you get close and you've been in the business for a little bit, you get laxed. Oh, you know, and then then you start to mess up. And then that's I when people get. So I, 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 was I, on, guess I was on a show one time on Queen of the South, and basically the makeup and assistant directors were just ripping each other a new one. So it was kind of a hostile atmosphere. But mm-hmm. what really annoyed me was the lead of the show kept asking the extras coordinator for all the cute extras phone numbers and i was like see no one really wants to be here no and and that's so <laughs> that and that's so unprofessional it's like you know it, 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 it makes us look bad you know yeah it just it's like why why are we even bothering yeah this isn't a tender date i mean come on you're here to work yeah you gotta that. So. <sighs> i don't understand some people you know what? It's, it's, it's our society. Things are changing. People are just getting to last. 
they're getting too comfortable thinking that they can just do whatever they want, you know? Right. And it's not, if you don't want to be here, it's going to show you an editor can only make everyone look so interesting for so long. Right. Right. Exactly. If you're not bringing it, it's going to show. Right. Um, uh, any movie stars you'd love to collaborate with in the future besides some of your current guys? Um, who would I like to work with? Well, I'm doing some movies and I'm bringing on some people like Eric Roberts. Um, hey, go cool. Yeah, so I got a movie that a buddy watching this show wrote. suits finally. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm watching right now. Yeah, I'm, I think it's, isn't it while I go in stages? <laughs> yes, yes. So he's on it actually right now. I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. He's on there, and I'm like, oh, there's Eric. So, um, so like people like Eric Roberts. Uh, remember Bosworth, Brian Bosworth? That uh, would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I want to work with him. I'm trying to get him on my TV show. Um, so cool. the people like Lorenzo Lamas, you know, people I look up to, those guys, I want, I like to work with them. So perfect. Yeah, I'm not really big on like. I mean, The Rock's cool, but you know. Yeah, you're not gonna have the budget for him. <laughs> yeah, if I can get somebody like even you know he's, you know passed away, but you know, um, you know, it's like all these movie stars like in Fast and Furious and um, you know the people who have been leaving us the past few years. You know, it's like you know, it's just it's just people, the good people. You know, they're just really good people. You know. And tragedies, tragedies happen, and you know, and you know, you never get to work with those guys. You know, like Walker, I would love to work with, with him. You know, like Go for he's it. one, he's one guy that I would have loved. You know, yeah, either that or they left the business. You know, so long ago to where it's just like, yeah, you, you missed your window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, it'll get better i feel i feel there is going to be a better way for everybody to do some independent movies and especially after the strikes that have been happening yeah i i i'm hoping that comes to end soon i mean you know i got a lot of friends that are suffering and you know yeah stuff making everyone bleed out and that's not cool no i think the feds are going to get involved though finally because you know you can't ignore something like that too long no I agree, hundred percent. And all together, uh, any other things you've been watching lately that you would recommend, especially for martial arts and action fans, as well as people getting in to that subgenre? Well, people like Scott Atkins, you know, and yeah, Atkins, he's he's pretty awesome. You know, he's a real martial artist, you know, with real experience. He's you getting different productions now. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Like John Wick, and then like Cynthia Rothrock. You know, she's a friend of mine, and you know, she she doesn't age. She's ageless. I, I, <laughs> I, I yes, she is, and I, I contributed to her new western. Oh, you did martial arts. Black, uh, Black Creek. Yeah, it was crowdfunded. Black Creek. And I can't wait to get that Blu-ray in the mail. But I just love how she and Don Wilson went on multiple podcasts just promoting it, and she's like. And by the way, we're not going for lowbrow like we're typically known for. <laughs> we matured since then, so we're yeah. gonna have a gritty, over-the-top movie. But it is not gonna be, you know, deliberately stupid or cheesy. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Yeah. I got accept- a lot of good, good people in there, like like Richard Norton, Billy Blanks. You know, they got yeah. a lot of really cool people. It takes there. a lot to coax Billy 
out of retirement from being the fitness guy, you know, on the home yeah. video. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Norton, he's made a living doing coordination. He was like a bodyguard for several 70s bands, including Fleetwood Mac. I'm like, man. Yeah, yeah he's pretty cool. I talk to him every once in a while. Um, actually, we'll probably start training together pretty soon. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, he's a good guy. We like him a lot. And, you know, you know, the world isn't as big as everybody thinks it is. It's actually pretty small. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever star power you can get. And if you can at least have a wonderful, fast-paced production, that that's what really matters. Right. I'm, I'm, pretty, uh, I'm pretty shocked that you know as much as you know. Like Jeff Wolf I, and people like this. I mean, I, most people wouldn't. <laughs> I just would always be looking at the behind the scenes. For me, it was just as important as who was the cinematographer or special effects, makeup or puppeteer. And right. you look at their credits and they've done so many key things, whether it was your favorite kids movie or a giant sci-fi franchise or horror and action movies. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I sad to say there was that this one convention back at, uh, Texas Frightmare I went to I think back in like 2017 and I was really I look back at it now and I'm like man I was a fool I didn't know that I just encountered the guy who's done some key makeup stuff on Hellraiser and uh, Chucky <laughs> I should have actually uh, got my head out of my ass and shaken his hand you know not even asked for an autograph just said thank you for all you do <laughs> wow but you know it, you, you try to not pass these off and you like to also kind of just remind everybody hey you're doing good stuff out there and you know your your tombstone is gonna read loud and clear this guy did cool shit <laughs> right right exactly <laughs> yeah uh and but yeah a lot of i just was always impressed by how back in the 60s and 70s it was easier to be a stuntman just so you could get in and be an assistant director or a actor who would be in some physical roles like be the security guard who gets shots or the hospital patient right. who's been set on fire so you get both your stunt and acting accolades and it just was always just electrifying to me some of the nicest people ever you know not at all like their deadly henchmen on screen and <laughs> right. good atmosphere but right. uh yeah i think everyone owes it to just just stay tuned after the credits don't just you know, look at the first five credits, uh, acknowledge all the people. <laughs> right, exactly. Yep. Uh, but uh, I'm glad you're being part of the scene and keeping your contacts close. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, staying melodrama free. <laughs> yeah, drama free, definitely. I don't like drama, so. Do any of us? <laughs> yeah, well, some people like, I see that. I feel like some people like feed off it. Some people like, They'll create it, and they they're like, very like, cynical, yeah. and it's a turn yeah. off already. And it's like, come on, guys, yeah, those people. I, I just stay away from them. I ain't got time for them. <laughs> I try, man. I try to do the same. It's just like, just let's move on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're we just got through with our third film. We fe we've produced three features this year, and two of them are going into distribution right now. They're we're done with the deliverables already. Our third one is getting finalized right now, or we're starting two more. <laughs> We got two more films we're putting out there this year, so that's five films that we've produced that'll be out in in the streaming services this year. Look at you go, man! That's great. Yeah. So we have we're trying to do five minimum a year. 
So. Okay, wonderful. And I love how there's all these extra opportunities. There's all these companies that can distribute to these different platforms. Right. Um, wish you nothing but the best, dude. And uh, just any further advice for those, you know, who want to get into this business but need to push in the right direction on connecting with others and continually practicing? Um, my advice would be to find... If it's acting, um, you know, don't don't be afraid. Just go out there, work on some um, short films, some forty-hour hour films. Get to know people, network. That's going to be your best bet for a while. Get some experience. Get some demo reels behind you. Um, practice Good. often, you know, because practice, practice. See your see what you're doing, and critique yourself, and let others critique you because you're going to get better. You got to have thick skin. Thick skin, though. Don't let you know, don't let take it personal. Someone says you didn't do that good this time. Um, if you're doing stunts, my recommendation is to find a family because honestly, I mean, you could take a class from someone and it doesn't make you a stunt person. Um, yeah. If you want to do stunts, then join a family, join a team and learn and, and be dedicated, be loyal, be good, um, help, help when you can, but learn as much as you can. And if you if you show your value to a good stunt coordinator or someone that that, that teaches, they're gonna take care of you because they took care of me and I'm giving it back now. So so I get it. Lovely. And uh, either way, I mean, I'm just glad that every just about everyone can can start a platform for themselves and keep working with people big or small and just create this positive environment. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Who physically cannot do the stunt, but it doesn't mean it can't be part of the team. It takes a team for one person to go out and do something. You don't just do it by yourself. And, and if you're doing it by yourself, because you're probably doing a short or a low budget film, but if you're being a legit stunt person, then you're working on a project with five, six, or 10 other people. And you can be behind the scenes. You can be the safety coordinator, safety person. You can be the utilities, you know, where you yeah. move the mat, carry the bucket, you drive the car, whatever. I mean, there's so Set much up you the can rigging, do. Make sure the car is ready to be blown up by the effects right. guys. Learn, <laughs> exactly. Learn the pyrotechnics. Learn the safety aspect of it. You don't have to be have a six-pack and be able to flip in the air to do that. So. Anybody can do stunts. It just you just got to find out what you're going to be good at, right? So, okay, lovely, lovely. And uh, where can we find Extreme Force stunts on the net? Yeah, so if you go to www.goexpo, so G O E X F O. Wonderful. Yeah, take it to my my landing page. Excellent. So you guys heard it and we'll be sure to try and provide the link in the episode format. And thank you ever so much for giving an hour of your time. Was, no, was, Hey, I, I appreciate you. <laughs> we like helping out everybody and we like just telling their stories, but more importantly, it's just, it doesn't have to be just, Oh, let's have a giant convention and, you know, right. Kiss and make out. Let's actually learn something from people who are working. This, this is their everyday life, how they, 
instead of just how do you configure social media how do you be a good person well you kind of got to just be a good person <laughs> right <laughs> it was that uh, easy the world would be a better place right it costs you nothing kindness nothing exactly shake the person's hand like you mean it you know <laughs> exactly. respect exactly that's what i tell people all the time there's value in having respect and discipline absolutely well godspeed my dude <laughs> thank you buddy you'll be Appreciate safe out you. there Yes, sir. Let's know when it posts. <laughs> All right, buddy. We'll return after these messages. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's Breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always am I the winner. <laughs> yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Follow us on the web on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The podcast is available on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor, Apple, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Feel free to review our show and leave comments on any of those sites. Thanks a million for listening. It's a jacked up-